Hey everyone, this is Caden with What's a Delio. For the next three weeks, we'll be releasing an episode a week as part of a special coronavirus series. We'll be looking at student and teacher perspectives and keeping you up to date on what's going on around the school. Find us every Saturday at delio.asij.ac.jp or on Hanabi. First up, we have a panel discussion led by Noah Sylvester. Over to you, Noah. Hi, my name is Noah Sylvester, and I'm with What's the Delio, and I am here with... Uh, Kentaro, I'm a freshman. Uh, my name is Adam Platak, sophomore. My name is Annabelle Sihi, I go by Bear, I'm a junior. And my name is Karina Sampson, and I'm a senior. Alright guys, so, how has the distance learning plan affected your everyday schedule? Um, I'll start. Um, <laughs> so actually, I've had a bad hard times keeping a schedule um it's been really different from usual and when i usually go to school um like today i woke up at 10 um i had lunch at like two yesterday i had lunch at like two also um i'm kind of not really a scheduled kind of person so for me uh I have one day that's more like humanities. So that humanities day is much easier. And then I have another day, which is today, which I had three STEM classes and I'm still not done with my work. So I feel like it's a type of classes you have and some classes are more easier to do. For example, the humanity classes is like lectures or specific assignments. While the STEM classes, you actually need to learn things while getting as much help as you normally do at school. I agree with that. Um... I think my schedules orient around, again, my schedules. And I do a lot of more art course, art-based courses and as well as after-school activities. So they take time, but there's not as work extensive. It depends on how much you want to work at. And uh, as a basic um, rundown, I think what happened today would probably give a pretty simplistic mm-hmm. idea of what my schedule looks like. I woke up at like nine um i ordered uber eats mcdonald's <laughs> and i kind of like hastily finished my first blocks stuff and then i went over to switch over to my next block and it's kind of hard because you're in this mindset where you're in your house you probably picked out a place to work but there's that mental gap where it's like oh yeah oh shoot it's the next time and you have to switch over to something else, which is, you know, kind of defeats the purpose of one perk, I think, of distant learning is you can work at your own pace. I feel like I haven't been able to find that yet. That's like super true. The one thing that I've had pretty much a big problem with when it comes to distance learning is finding like the time to take breaks, which is interesting because like me and when I talk to my friends and everything, we all have seemed to have the same problem. We'd be studying everything and trying to get every single thing done before a certain time or just in general so that we have like an extended period of like just lounging around, which is interesting because now, you know how like class switches and breaks and activity periods, they give you like the physical change in terms of like which classroom you're in and what subject you're trying to do. But now you're at home and you're sitting in front of your desk and there isn't really that physical change that you can really do. I mean, you can if you want to do it actively, but there's just no allotted time per class, really. And yeah, it's been really interesting. I take for me, I take five APs and 
a couple of other classes which do have homework and all of that. I feel like I'm doing pretty well, not going to lie, because of the fact that the teachers have set up this really cool plan in terms of like how to call in office hours and everything. So that's always good. And yeah, I think it's been so far manageable. It's been pretty isolated because kind of miss seeing people instead of just the space in my room. But yeah, that's, that's true. Me. Yeah. I feel like a lot of socialization. Yeah, I agree. Comes from like school, even like faces that you just kind of like see in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Kind of the casual, like mm-hmm. being surrounded by people kind of gives you in turn the energy to just keep going on with the day. But I feel like if you're at your house, your bed's there, yeah. you have you know, like all these distractions, you have a lot of things going on. So true. And it's kind of like also on top of that, the added idea and misconception from like other people. So mm-hmm. for instance, my parents or my family would be like, hey, do you want to grab lunch? And I would be in the middle of like a class or, you know, metaphysical mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. class yeah. and I'm working, I'm sorry. And it's a bit hard because, you know, you can't really say no. And so it, it takes you out of that zone. And as well as like other people, students might not be like so enticed into the idea of setting a block and they would be more encouraged to be like, hey, you know, I have this free, do you want to hang out? If you're in a real school setting, that wouldn't be possible because then you would just be skipping the class. Yeah, I think the big thing is everyone works in different ways. And obviously, like, you can't really have yourself, like, some people don't really work in a way, like, where you set a schedule and you do it like that. But, like, something that I've, like, kind of, I enjoy about this is that I could just work on anything with my friends. I'm not alone in a class. If they have the same class, even if it's a different period, I could still work on it with them because we're learning the same material. So the one thing I would like to actually say is that, uh, so we've kind of talked about the cons of uh, not being at school. Obviously I agree with that in the sense that, it's harder to do things when you're like at school because uh, I mean, it's easier to do things when you're at school because you get all these help. Your teachers are encouraging you while when you're at home, you there's the bed, there's the other stuff. It's kind of tough sometimes. But I would like to also look at some of the pros. For example, because of the buses that we go to school with, we had normally spend two hours, two hours and 30 minutes on a bus every single day. And that really takes time off our day. And instead of the buses, now I have the flexibility to go to the gym or to do something else like that, which really uh, helps me a lot, like enjoy my day a little bit more. But then there's also the side where I feel like, oh, there's so many assignments and I don't really understand this and I can't get this help and I'm struggling a little bit. But overall, it's like mixed feelings for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and also you can't really go out because the whole point of this is, you know, Corona. Yeah, flying around and you know we don't want to be outside too much. Yeah, I agree that there's a lot of confusion in terms of the content that we're being given. Also, because the teachers, this is a new situation for everyone. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of teachers are doing different things in different ways, and I we're still just like two days into it. Into it, so I think 
over time we'll adapt and we'll grow more used to the system. I personally think that the kids that are really independent already will like excel in this early on, while kids like me who are not as independent but pretty dependent will like take time to learn the things that they need to do. Mm-hmm. Well, it is also the second day of distant learning. We still have about around two weeks worth left mm-hmm. until we have our uh, initially planned spring break. Mm-hmm. So hopefully everybody, you know, sorts themselves out, finds a good, finds themselves a good schedule to follow along or no schedule, you know, mm-hmm. differently. I th- yeah, but I, I agree with um, both of you. I think the scheduling and each teacher has a different way of approaching their content. And I feel like people are a bit overwhelmed currently mm-hmm. um, with how they are going to remember i think it's it's more about like not doing it it's about remembering what goes with which class and if you finished it or not because i mm-hmm. again with um how my day went today was like i was switching between so many classes and i was like okay i'll come back to that later i'll finish this class um and so i forgot like two things i was supposed to do mm-hmm. in the previous classes cuz i left them you know to be touched later so that's kinda difficult. I think the one thing that's been the most helpful for me is like creating checklists and knowing that I can't, well, I'm in general, not again, like Adam, not a very independent person when it comes to work and keeping myself in track. But I think I've kind of reconciled that and resorted to the fact that I can survive only on checklists and everything rather than schedule. So like, I think if people do need help in terms of what they do, another good idea is to look at things as like the list of stuff that you have to do for the day. And then if you finish all of it by the end of the day, you're fine. I think a benefit of this distance learning plan is definitely that it will probably help a lot of people become um, better independent learners and also better at self-regulation. I think that's something I actually struggle with Mm. and like scheduling and things and Hopefully, I'll become better at planning, scheduling, spending my time better yeah. through this process. It's a really interesting thing because I, from what I've heard from most multiple teachers, is that this is kind of how it's like when we're at college or when we get to the college level in terms of like how you have to keep yourself accountable to long-term projects that teachers don't bring up every single day just because either they can't or they're doing something else. So it's a really interesting experience, and I hope people get something out of it. So here we are. So, no, do you have any? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah <laughs> I'm just acting as a moderator, guys. Don't worry about me. Um, sure. But I do have a question for you guys. As uh, the month progresses and we get more into distance learning, how do you expect things to change, or what things do you expect to stay the same? I think motivation levels in terms of us as people will definitely change. But I don't know to what extent. Maybe we will be, like, kind of on task and, like, our own pace and everything. But I could also see us kind of going into the whole, we don't have school, but, yeah, kind of thing. But we'll see. That's my yeah, my thought. Yeah, I have a feeling that the classes where I have summatives in, uh. um, <laughs> more effort than the classes I'm not going to have summatives in. And when I come back, I'm going to be a little bit behind. Or like definitely be a little bit behind 
with some of those classes, which is my big worry, especially because we're only going to have two months left of school, including AP exams, which is one month away and things like that. But just me thinking about that right now just like terrifies me. I'm a little bit shivering. <laughs> That's a tough question. No, because honestly, I don't think any of us have been in a situation like this where we're out of school or we're basically studying ourselves for a month of school. Um, I think the, the one thing that hopefully will improve is my consistency in the work I'm doing. I I'm really inconsistent with doing assignments and doing homework, but since this is school, maybe this will help me being more consistent in doing homework in the future. I feel like ASIJ so far is doing a good job on mm-hmm. what they're trying to do. They seem very prepared with their DLP, and I hope it works for people. Uh, finally, I have some encouraging words to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're in the same situation as the rest of us. And if you're thinking about the fact that everyone's not going to do the work, that's when you need to do the work. So when you get back, your teacher understands the type of person you are, the type of person you're in. <laughs> you mm-hmm. had during the break and trust me for for great Rex, that is very important <laughs> yeah try your hey. yes yes have a good rest of your time very much agreed quote unquote adam do it for the Rex. <laughs> <laughs> and on that All note right. uh i think we're gonna end our discussion thank you so much guys thanks to noah and to our panelists kentaro adam bear and karina Next up, I had the chance to interview Mr. Berg to see what he's doing to create a distance learning environment for his students. Enjoy the interview. Hey, Mr. Berg, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Today, I'll interview you about ASIJ's new distance learning program and what you, you have been doing today to keep an engaging online learning plan for the students these next few weeks. All right, let's do it. I know a bunch of teachers have been using the calls with like Google Hangouts or other softwares to connect with students. Right. Especially language teachers. Right. Um, what do you, what have you been doing so far to prepare and help students learn to the best of their ability through this program so far? Uh, well, in addition to all the stuff that teachers use, like Edsby and Google Docs and things like that, I've also, of course, it's only been about two days, right? Yeah. But so far, I've used Socrative to deliver some quizzes. Mm-hmm. Um, IXL for some grammar work, uh, Membeam for some vocabulary work, right. Padlet to uh, kind of recreate discussions. It's funny, I remember a parent at Back to School Night saying that he worked in tech and he was amazed at the number of platforms that we have at SIJ. Yeah. And he didn't know how you guys could get your head around all of these different tools that teachers throw at you. Mm-hmm. Um, but from my point of view, as far as I can tell, for you guys, it's all really second nature. And you grew up with this stuff. And it seems like you're really flexible and you adapt to it instantly. And it's no big deal. That's my impression. Yeah. There definitely has been um, students loving parts of the program. But there's definitely also been them disliking other characteristics. Uh, What do you think the major pros and cons of the distance learning program are? The biggest pro to me is that I think it's going to 
be useful in helping you guys be more independent. And I think independence is often what high schoolers want. Right. But now you all are going to have to have lives, have student lives where there isn't an administrator or a teacher or a counselor or a coach looking over your shoulder all the time. Yeah. And it's going to take your initiative and independence to get things done. It's going to be a little more like college. And I think that's useful because we do have graduates sometimes who come back and say that that was really the hardest thing for them. They didn't realize how much attention and help they were getting at school all the time. And now they're left to their own devices and finding it, uh, it a little bit hard to organize themselves or motivate themselves or that kind of thing. So as far as a con, um, again, I mentioned the lack of social interaction. You know, school is about more than just the content of the classes. Yeah. Um, that goes for student and student and student and teacher and, you know, all of the different combinations that can happen at school, coaches and all that stuff, counselors. And maybe another con is that I think we're all kind of scarily reliant on computers already. And the situation is going to require us to be more reliant than ever. How has the program affected other aspects of life? Disregarding school, how has it affected like your social life, your free time, family time? You know, we've again, we've just been at this for two days now. So it's hard to make, uh, to draw a big conclusion. Right. I do worry that the situation is going to blur the lines for everyone mm-hmm. between the things you mentioned, social life, free time, family time, work time. Mm. Um, so, you know, for example, I would say I worked about 10 hours yesterday. Um, really? I, w- I was at school today. And of course, we don't have to be at school. The faculty can work from home. That's not a problem. Um, but it was a beautiful sunny day and at school I saw teachers from every single department with their heads buried in books and computers <laughs> and everything else um, because there are a lot of high achievers in this faculty and their inclination is to do more yeah. um, so and I know that that's true for many students as well um, so I guess um, that's a concern for all of us okay That kind of wraps it up. Thank you for your time, Mr. Berg. All right, my pleasure. Thanks, Kagan. Before our final section, which is an interview with Mr. Nelson, here's an update on pilot clubs around the school. Sustainable Fashion's mission goal is to draw awareness to the environmental and societal impact of fast fashion by promoting sustainable alternatives to cultivate a cleaner, healthier, and happier lifestyle. Teaching students how to buy, make, or recycle clothes and accessories is the easiest way and a first step to having more people make small changes in their lives that benefit themselves as well as the earth. Their biggest projects so far include the upcycling booth during Winterfest, where they provided different ways to upcycle and customize clothing. People have the choice to play around with iron-on patches, decorative ribbons, and fabric paint to create a creative flair to their secondhand clothing. Their goal for the upcycling booth was to show people how there are always ways to make any item wearable and personal just by being creative. Recently, they have created an Instagram account for high school students to sell their clothes anonymously. With this platform, they are planning to hold workshops on weekends or even after school where anyone can come to make accessories with them using sustainable methods and items. They have also joined efforts with Safe to a bake sale. 
That same week, Sustainable Fashion sold koalograms, where people could write a message on a koala card and send that person a Genki bar along with the message. Members made the koala cards using old paint, recycled paper, and hand-carved koala stamps. They donated all profits to WWF Australia. One of the leaders, Amy Dosser, is also working to hold a student-led fashion show at ASIJ next year for her impact project. In preparation, they visited Yokohama International School's annual fashion show. They will use the rest of the school year to teach club members sustainable garment-making techniques, such as sewing, natural dyeing, and draping, through fun design challenges. The distinct learning program has caused challenges to the club, but members are successfully working towards their future projects. This is Caden, back again with an update from Mr. Nelson. He'll be back every week to tell you what you need to know about coronavirus, distance learning, and more. Hey Mustangs, how's it going? This is Mr. Nelson. Just wanted to take a couple minutes to answer some questions that some of you guys may be having. As far as uh, what information we are getting about the coronavirus or things like that, uh, all that information is being shared by Dr. Hardin. He actually emails the parents twice a week with updates about kind of where the school is at, any new updates about the virus or things that are happening. So any of that information is directly coming from him. For distance learning tips, I would um, I would really look at the, the Roundup, which is the new newsletter format that I've been trying to share with students. It was something that was on my mind about trying to get more information to students about what is happening on campus and to try to do that in a more concise, singular way. Two other tools that I would recommend students use, and I use these all the time. The one I've only started to use lately, and actually all students have access to currently, and that's Screencastify. And if you use Chrome, you can go and go to the Chrome store and add it as an extension to your browser, and you get access to that for free. So if you're asked to do a lot of video work or recording work for some of your classes, Screencastify is a great, easy tool to use. Another one that I use very often to keep myself organized is a Chrome extension called Toby, T-O-B-Y. And what it does is it allows you to um, save bookmark sessions. So if you have like a million tabs open with a bunch of different stuff, instead of having to keep track of, you know, which tab is what, you can group or cluster your tabs together by class and then save those together and then reopen all of those tabs when you're ready. And that might help you focus or stay organized. Um, there are a number of different Chrome tools like that, but Toby, T-O-B-Y, has a much cleaner interface than some of the other tools. Um, and the saving and dragging and dropping is a lot easier than some of the other tools out there. I would also add that one of the interesting or inspirational takes on moving to distance learning from students that I've heard is how they've kind of flipped it towards the positive and seen it as um, potentially a preparation for how school may function when they go to college. And so using it as an opportunity to kind of learn a different mode of interaction, um, to try to see it as a way to kind of push themselves and thinking about it from a forward perspective, I thought was also 
kind of a, a, an interesting and, and unique take on transitioning to distance learning. I just wanted to say thank you again to the What's the Dealio team for giving me this opportunity to speak to you guys. I want you guys to stay safe, be healthy, be well, and we'll see you guys soon. Bye, Mustangs. And that was the Delio. We hope you found this episode interesting and informative. Let us know if there's anything you want to see covered by contacting Tyler or Solomon. Thank you to all of our interview panelists, interviewees, and Delio team members. Don't forget to tune in next Saturday on delio.asij.ac.jp or the Hanabi website. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.